Nick's watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nick's is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nick's and Grace. Welcome to episode 72? Yes. 72 of There's No Place Like Tara, a Stargate first watch rewatch podcast. I am Nixie. And I'm Grace, and today we're going over season four, episode six, Window of Opportunity, <laughs> aka the one with all the Fruit Loops. Uh, <laughs> this is basically uh, one of the episodes <laughs> of why I started this podcast. This is a great, great. I loved it. I've been waiting oh. for this episode since we, before we started. I've never crushed on Jack Harder <laughs> than during this episode. Uh, you, there's a reason this is one of the favorite episodes yeah, of yeah. the series. The crushing is pretty dead on. The, let's not say Nobody let boyfriend Jesse listen to this one. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, uh, it's no one, no one, no one say it's like Groundhog's Day episode. No, it's like Edge of Tomorrow. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I've actually never seen that. What? Edge of Tomorrow. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh my gosh. No. It is closer to... Yeah, I was like, you've never seen Groundhog's Day? What? No. Let the Planet record are you show from? that I have seen Groundhog's Day. Even I've seen Groundhog's Day. I have Day. not seen Edge of Tomorrow. I did. Is that the, the recent one? It's the Tom Cruise Emily yes, Blunt thing. Yes, I did yeah. see that one. I um, did see that one. I've seen pieces of it. There are certain people in our my household... That enjoy watching it, and every time I try, I fall asleep. It's Stormy, isn't it? Yes, Stormy, Stormy is a huge fan of Tom Cruise in general. To be fair, I, I watched think it our dog is a Scientologist because of time travel. <laughs> I watched it because he's talking about getting clear. Because of that time travel, I like time travel, guys. No, what Nixie time travel? Never. I know it's yeah. hard to believe that I like time yeah. travel. Actually, a little bit of trivia, Stormy. Does like watching TV, but he prefers Bob's Burgers. Like, he genuinely, we leave Bob's Burgers on the TV for him when we leave the house. Kaylee, Kaylee is the first dog I've ever had that will sit there and watch the TV with you. But she's not necessarily picky about what's on. Yeah. If there's a dog on there, she is it's for this, sure it's to this be watching. It's a new generation of dogs. You yeah. know, they just grow up with the internet. They don't exactly. understand what it was like not to have TVs and internet. Exactly. But yeah, no, she, she will be just watching something and she'll just be sitting there watching. Watching the TV yeah. with us. <laughs> exactly. I will say my love of time loops is I'm not going to post a picture yet because it's in the middle of healing, but uh, time loops and in, in, in an <laughs> in infinite time loop was part of the inspiration for my brand new and very first tattoo Yay. that I just got. Um, people have has picked out the planet. It was done by an amazing artist. An amazing local guy artist. Here, right? Yeah, that's 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 local here. Um, and uh, it's Russell Van Sch- Sch- Yep. I apologize. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> we could probably just find his Instagram handle. His Instagram handle is Find Your Smile. That's right. I knew it was something with smile. Yeah, it's Find Your Smile and uh, he's he's really amazing. He's a watercolor artist and I've had my appointment for a long time and it's my little symbol. So once it's healed, it's, it's, in, the, it's in the peeling phase for yeah. those of you who've had <laughs> Tattoos. Uh, so it's a sealed. I'll post a. I'll post a pretty picture of it. Awesome. Um, but yeah. back to the episode. Sorry, That's I was okay. time loops and I was looking at it. Yeah. And it's a it time seemed loop appropriate. It. It Absolutely. Was. Okay, so August fourth, two thousand is when this episode aired the first time. In August fourth of two thousand, I was busy getting real drunk 
and learning what Everclear was. I'm going to do this at the beginning of every episode. Where, where you were at that time? August 4th, 2000. I was 18 year old, just graduated high school. Yeah. Uh, that June. Uh, not knowing what the heck I was going to do with my life. <laughs> so we went to go watch a show with the band Nine Days and Stroke Nine. Wow. Uh, get it? Because of the nines. Yeah, that's yeah. why they play together. Uh, one of my favorite songs to this day is still Absolutely Story of a Girl. And it's the song I sing to <laughs> See, myself. Story of a Girl. Credit River, River Drown the Whole World. <laughs> it's what I sing when I'm scared or when it's. <laughs> when she smiles. Oh that's my. my you know it's dark and i'm alone in the mm-hmm. night song that you yep. need to drown out the sounds yep. that's my song i was uh <laughs> i was i was 15 and uh probably doing summer dance i don't know done and done yeah this is the history of nixie and Grace, <laughs> according to stargate <laughs> so this was written by joe mazzoli and paul mooley who you will get to know oh. real well oh, okay real well this is their they always write together this is okay. their first they then write just a couple more episodes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Come on to executive producers of Atlantis. Oh, wow. They get real all up in the Stargate. Nice. Yeah, I was going to say, I've never heard those names yeah, before, they so get that makes real sense. real up in the Stargate. Um, and then it's it's directed by this uh, this guy named... Uh, Some dude. Peter Delawaz. Peter. Peter <laughs> Griffin. No, you remember that? P-tier. V-tier. Peter DeLuise. Peter DeLuise. Yes. Alrighty, so let's just... There's a lot in this episode we're just going to dive right in. Yeah. All up in there. I know there's there are so many people who like us. Well, like Grace hasn't known any better, but like me, have been waiting for this, this particular. <laughs> well, podcast. in a lot of ways, I've been waiting for this because and you've did been not hearing know about been, it. Well, well, it's like, and I did not know I was waiting for this. It's kind of like you don't know you found the yeah. love of your life and been looking yeah, for him until you, you didn't get know there. you were missing this episode yes. in your life. Yeah. Alrighty, we start. We start with the re- the rest of the team besides Daniel looking bored by the Stargate. Okay, fine. <laughs> just Jack is bored by yeah. the Stargate. Sam and Teal are working uh, and, you know, doing something scientific, we later find out. And the Melp is weirdly on the opposite side of the gate. Right. They just, like, drove it to the other side to park it. The, yeah, here, you I go over there. You're in the way. You're in the way. Go get a snack, Melp. Um, and they can't stay here long because the sun just spit out a coronal mass emission. Yeah. Uh, and it <laughs> might, uh, might cause an increase in the surface radiation. Right. And Jack's like, has anyone, um, has anyone told Daniel that? Yeah. Daniel, Probably somebody not. protect him from himself. Son. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Daniel is taking rubbings of some ancient, with a capital A, writing that yes. uh, we saw. The last time we saw it was when Jack's head was filled with the ancient knowledge. That's right. Yeah. I love, I loved seeing him with the pencil rubbings because yeah. I forgot how fun pencil rubbings yeah. are. <laughs> I remember, like, I, I don't know about you. We first learned about it with leaves. Like, we, had, we, did we do would leaves, pick up yeah. leaves and, like, yeah. rub them. And it's like, oh, I can see things. Anyway. Yeah, we did it with leaves, and there's um, in in Michigan, the state stone is a Petoskey stone, oh. and it's it's actually like a fossil, oh, and cool. it has like it has this. Um, I'm I'm failing to to be able to accurately describe it, but it's um, it has a really cool texture too. So we did, oh, we, did cool. ru- we did rubbings of the texture. Nice. Um, it's like a corally type. I dig it. I pattern, dig it. Geometric. Oh, okay, it's like a little brain-looking thing. Little brainy-looking thing. They're not like hexagons, but they they're like a honeycomb style. Oh, cool, thing. cool. Yeah, right um, on. So anyway, Daniel is taking rubbings, um, and and we get to, he he gets to brag a bit to we, Malachi. We learned that he got to he got to hear the language spoke a bit yeah, back. Which basically, is how I'm he knows kind of a badass, knowledge. and I've just gained yeah. a bunch of levels. <laughs> 
a bunch of skill points in my language. So it's a bit of a humble brag. Older. Yeah. Humble brag too. Yeah. Was Chris Hardwick the one? It's the first one I heard of. I think Chris the Hardwick. first person I heard the word humble brag from was definitely Chris Hardwick. Yeah, I don't know if he, he coined that phrase, but at least for us he did. Our, our generous leader. To be fair, <laughs> I don't know if we've mentioned on the podcast, we literally bonded over our mutual love friends, yeah. of Chris Hardwick <laughs> and the Nerdist. Yes. So yeah. It's a uh, full of tea, dude. Um, <laughs> so anyway, Malachi keeps pointing out and asking, it's like, hey, Daniel, shouldn't you be going through the gate now? Yeah. You, shouldn't you be leaving? And he's it's like, it's time for you to go, dude. And yeah. Daniel isn't, just doesn't even fade. He's like, no, Sam will tell me when it has to go. Yeah. You're not in charge of me, Sam is. Sam's my mommy now. <laughs> but <laughs> it's also like, Daniel like, doesn't pick up the tone in Malachi's yeah. voice in yeah. any way. Uh, and they're standing around a huge stone whack-a-mole or <laughs> yes. gopher bopper, as it was known on the set. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and also Malachi is seriously sunburned. Yikes. Yeah. As someone who the sun doesn't like, I feel your pain, dude. Yeah. I feel your pain. I've had uh, my close run-ins with the sun where I'm like, all right, dude, I forgot we were not as cool as I thought we were. Um, I can think of the sun and burn, <laughs> I think. I always think that I'm like, I am invincible and I can go in the sun. And the sun's like, no, you can't. No, you can't. Like, no, you can't. Oh, just kidding. I'm not as brown as I thought I was. <laughs> uh, and so Sam finishes up her gear and calls out... Um, Oh, sorry. The storm picks up. I yes. skipped a paragraph. Yeah. The storm picks up and Malachi is is done with his subtlety and is like, look, I have to act now. You need to go and points his weapon at Daniel. And then who's like, what the fuck what are you is doing? going on? Why is this happening? Why are I you? I thought we were friends, dude. Pointing a gun at me and then yeah. Malachi fires and hits him and he goes down. And Malachi, like, pulls him aside before anyone else on the team can notice that Daniel was just shot. Yeah, nobody, you know what it is. They're, at this point, they're like, ah, Daniel runs off. He'll be back. Yeah. He probably, you know, just found some other random thing to look at that none of us will find interesting. <laughs> uh, and so Sam finishes up her gear and calls out to Daniel on the radio that or Jack calls out. It's time to go. Naturally. Daniel doesn't, you know, respond being unconscious and all. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but they they do hear, like, an energy noise build up. Right. And uh, they start seeing energy shoot around the temple, ends up hitting the Stargate. And then back we're at the SGC. Not okay. Well, now yeah. back at the SGC, they see the Stargate activate and then energy shoot out an arc around oh, the that's iris. Right, yes. Yeah. Sounds real safe. Uh, and then the Stargate activates. They have to throw themselves to the ground because the Koosh just comes right at them. Right. And they're standing in front of the gate. Jack tries to get answers from Malachi, but Malachi ignores him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack and Teal try to take Malachi out, like try to tackle, but then a bright white light engulfs everything. <laughs> Yay. And then Jack is sitting in the commissary. Me- mind you, I said that correctly this you time. You did. You absolutely uh, did. With a spoon of Fruit Loops. And Daniel's saying, anyway, I'm sorry, but that just happens to be how I feel about it. What do you think? <laughs> and Jack thinks something might be wrong. Yeah. He's like, I think that my Fruit Loops are soggy. Well, they, Except they're, they're probably not soggy. Uh, fun fact, they glued the Fruit Loops oh. to the spoon <laughs> so that they never oh. changed. <laughs> the Fruit Loops are the same. That makes me sad. And they also, that is this exact same cut. 
the exact same take of Daniel asking the question every single time. Oh, I was going to ask yeah. if they made him do it over and over. No. Oh, that would have been so much cooler. Is, needless to say, the filming schedule for this episode was like perfectly yeah. ideal. Yeah. There was no late nights. That's There was awesome. lots of economy in filmmaking. Yeah. yeah. A lot of like, yep, and just loop that. Yeah. Just loop it all. Yep. One more time. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're, we're all, everything in Daniel's office is being filmed today. And nice. done. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, guys. See you in a week. Uh, so we do have a, a brief science. Yes. Coronal mass ejections. Or corona. <laughs> as corona, a, yeah. As Jack Alder. There's no, you don't put a lime in Damn the it. sun. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, But limes. to be fair, you would drink a corona in the sun. You would that drink would a corona in the sun. That would be where you would drink it. Yes. Yes. Um, so basically, this is... Um, the sun, any sun, but I'll talk about soul specifically. Okay. Uh, shooting off plasma and like a bit of magnetic field into the solar winds. Okay. Like, so it's not a flare, which a flare is just like, hey, boof. I'm, it, I'm, there's not enough containment and some energy is going, foof. Okay. Uh, coronal mass emission is like, it's almost like this beautiful, slow, like you drop ink and water, it shoots off and like flies away okay. from the sun. So whereas the other ones I would consider like little sun farts. Yes. This is definitely not a sun fart. This is not a sun fart. Okay. Um, but, and I'll get to a second. Sun farts, guys. <laughs> sun That's farts. how I understand science. Uh, <laughs> There is a thing that these cause that you will know okay. very well. Okay. So the sun has an 11, like an 11-ish year cycle. Okay. It's very, you can kind of think of it as El Nino and oh. La Nina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know um, those things. And so there's there's times where it's super, super, super active over okay. these 11 years. And it shoots off like three of these things a day. Oh, wow. And then there's other times. It's like ribbon dancing is how I yes, imagine the it sun's is, like. And they kind of look like <laughs> ribbon dancing, yeah. It's, it, you know, it's the inflatable and the inflatable. Wacky inflatable arm yeah. flailing man. Yes, it's one of those things. Um, and so when it's not active and it's, it's a lull period of this 11-year cycle, you only get like one every five days or so. Okay, okay. And the 11-year cycle is not like an exact Cycle. Sometimes the high point is more active than others. Sometimes the high point is delayed by a couple years. It's okay. like a, the 11 years is the average. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and so you may be super familiar with the main uh, uh, effect that we see from CMEs. Okay. Auroras. <gasps> These are the guys is. that cause auroras. Oh, the my God. And Southern Lights. Um, so guys, guys, <laughs> this may not be a thing that anybody knows, but the top of my bucket list is, is the Aurora, Aurora Borealis. Ah! Okay. I know <laughs> a, 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 a friend of mine uh, just went on this like amazing trip to, uh, is it Finland? Okay. And went on, it basically like the ideal thing that we don't have to bring our boys. If not, we'll just go right. around because they went sled dog. Yes. Through the woods. Well, that's, yeah, that's the up plan. Up to is, a is, place to see the Northern Lights yeah. and then went into the frozen lake hot springs. Yeah, the plan yeah. is that I did a rod and some, yeah. some Northern Lights. Yeah, yeah, So these guys cause Followed by, lights. like, copious amounts of warm beer or warm yeah. alcoholic <laughs> liquids. Keep you warm. Yeah. Uh, so when there's a super, super strong CME. Okay. 
Um, you can see, like, the more Northern Lights you can see. Like, there's a direct, like, that's, this is what literally what causes them. Oh, wow. So, the super strong ones that were in, I think, 2012. Okay. If they remember, there's news stories because you could see the lights as far south as, like, Kansas. You could see. Oh, wow. You could yeah, see the light. You can see the skylight up even, like, you know, I think in Georgia type thing. Yeah, um, that's pretty far south. Yeah. And so, that was just because this crazy strong coronal Mass emission ejections okay. just thrown off the sun, and it was so powerful that it. it so the sun was competing for the gold. Yeah, in the ribbon gymnastics. Cup. I don't know that that's Seriously. actually what it's called, but that's what I'm calling it. <laughs> <laughs> it's artistic gymnastics. Thank you. Yeah, thank welcome. you. I, really I was like, love. I can see the little silhouette. I really like Olympics, guys. Um, so CMEs, flares, solar spots are all kind of connected, and there's a lot of research like into how they sort of interact and gotcha. how they mix and stuff like this. Um, and there's a very fantastic like four-minute, five-minute-long documentary about that weekend in 2012 that I'm going to post on the site. Yes. It's uh, from NASA, and it, it talks specifically about this this weekend in 2012 and about this like aurora display. Okay. And it took like two days for that CME to reach Earth, which is why it was like short notice of hey by the way tonight hey get out there go watch the lights go do things <laughs> um, so when the wave hits the earth it's almost like um if it was it, like a it goes around the earth and meets again on the other side like if you put oh, a sphere okay. in water the water's gonna like go bubble, around bubble there and then it. and bubble on the other side got it so when the uh, emission sort of like hits the other side of the earth like it's basically like a releases like a terawatt of power oh, as wow. like the magnetic okay. energy like collapses back together, um, and we're basically saved from a lot of the electromagnetic um, you know radiations for this because of our atmosphere. Like yeah. that's one of the things that lets Earth be Earth is because of the atmosphere this, we this, happen to have this little layer of protection. It literally is a layer of keeps protection. us yeah. alive. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So when you're in a super high altitude uh, plane or if you're on a space station, okay. that's why they, that's, this is one of the things they have shielding. Like when it, when a CME oh, happens, right. the people on the space station have to like go into a certain little room to, to protect themselves from the cosmic from rays. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, oh my so gosh. Yeah. If this planet that they're on. They're just tiny pink naked creatures. Basically. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if this planet they're on doesn't have that strong of an atmosphere and exosphere and everything, then yeah, it could be a lot more damage and more radiation is going to hit the surface of the planet. Okay. Um, and uh, and it could affect them more than just make pretty lights in the air. I like pretty um, lights. And yeah. Dang. Now now my like brain is open to so much more of the Borealis <laughs> than before. Where I was like, I just think it's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's literally been shot out from the sun. Yeah. Yeah. My goal is to get up there and have some sort of uh, playlist that I've timed out to make it look like it's all part of the same show so that it looks like Disney created this movie. <laughs> That's the goal. That's the goal, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so when we come back from the credits, Jack is like, weren't we somewhere else yeah and like look i could just word for word quote the banter in this episode and but i won't and i'm sure half of you listening to this can quote it just as well as i can if not yeah. better um but yeah they've been seeing this commissionary for like half an hour and daniel's like yeah but i totally understand how you can get a planet 
And the uh, commissary... Commissary. Com- com- damn it! I'm so close. It's, it's so close. The commissary confused. <laughs> I'm just going to call it the food room. Yeah. Can I just call it the, the cafeteria? The yeah. I'm going to call it the cafeteria from done now on. Done and done. Because I'm not going to confuse that with a word that is completely <laughs> different. Um, anyway... It, clearly, if I can get them confused, Jack can get them confused. That's fair. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> but now they have to head to the briefing or they'll be late. And Taylor just wants to know if Jack is avoiding answering his question. <laughs> Jack's like, what question? You asked me a question? I wasn't actually listening to According you. to the, the script coordinator, like, they had to get the use of Fruit Loops cleared. Oh. And so they went to the manufacturer of Fruit Loops. Yeah. Uh, and and they're like, can we use Fruit Loops? And they're like, well, what about uh, waffles? Because we need to push waffles. Oh. And, and they came back and th- they're like, it's no, a loop. it's a time loop. We have to use Fruit Loops. But that does explain why Daniel, Daniel is having waffles. Because <laughs> I saw that and I was like, those waffles look damn good. And you know what? They did well with those egos. I think I this was post the uh, Lego My Ego campaign. Probably. Or, and so they were like, we're losing forces because these kids are growing up. Because at that point, we were 18. Remember? We were out drinking. And we weren't eating waffles anymore, guys. I'll tell you, waffles were not frequent in our house. Uh, and and Pop-Tarts were in, but I'll tell you what was in our house mm. very frequently in our freezer. What? Was the, the toaster strudels. Oh, I remember those. Like, the fancier Pop-Tarts? Yeah. <laughs> like, they were fancy. And they were good. And it was like, you got to put the frosting on in your own design. Right. Well, see, growing type 1 diabetic. Yeah. <laughs> Pop-Tarts <laughs> and toaster strudels were sticks. like just poison. <laughs> yeah. So the Eggos were like, well, we can at least get you like the sugar-free syrup for these. <laughs> So, ego it up, kid. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, sugar was not. To be fair, I still, even as a kid, like, it wasn't. I, Super sugar? No, like, I prefer. I remember one time I made lemonade. Oh, no. And someone else tried the lemonade, and they're like, what the fuck is this wrong is with just your lemon lemonade? water. And I was like, I don't understand. They're like, how much sugar did you put in there? And I was like, what do you mean, sugar? No. I, sugar. Because you went, no, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> it was literally just lemon juice, and I loved it. It tasted fine to me. And they're like, this is disgusting. And thus became the taste buds preparing themselves for scotch. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And to this day, like, sugar? No. Yeah. <laughs> I, I moved to Richmond, and I ordered iced tea once. And when I got back, I basically did a spit take on. Yeah. I remember the first time I tried sweet tea. It was sweet, and I because was... Because moving to the South, you try sweet tea, and you don't even realize it, because you order tea, and they're like, you must mean sweet tea. Disgusting. <laughs> I'm I was sorry. like, I'm suffering from death right to now. To anyone who likes sweet tea, but I oh think, my God. Well, I think what it is, is our perspective... Is that tea is not sweet. No, it's not. I think it's when you grow up with it. It's kind of like people who hate Sunny D because they're like, it doesn't even taste like orange juice. It's like, it's not, not supposed, supposed to be orange juice. It's Sunny D. It's, or it's like eating Taco Bell and saying it's bad Mexican food. Taco Bell is not, not supposed food. to be Mexican food. It is just Taco Bell. That's like saying Chipotle is Mexican food. It's like, Yeah, it's, it's like not. we came in with a certain idea and it doesn't mean your idea and therefore you're like, they something is broken. happen to be taco bowls and burritos. Yeah. Like, it's, that's it. Yeah. I'm sure that sweet tea is amazing when you know that's what you're walking no. into. Mm, no, but no, no. Even if I'm pre 
more than it's sweet tea now. Well, that's what I mean, though. No. You and I grew up on tea being not that. Yeah. But if you grow up on tea being that, then it must be delicious. Oh, it's way Otherwise, too Otherwise, it wouldn't have the following it has. <laughs> way too sugar. Guys, I don't like sugar that much. Um, so in the briefing room... They're having sweet tea. I mean, uh, just kidding. <laughs> Sam starts explaining how two weeks ago SG15 noticed solar activity on P4X 639, and it seems like they're increasing. And Teal's like, um, "Have we done this before?" <laughs> Jack's like, "I was just wondering that yeah. uh, because I remember that you want to set up a remote observatory." And yeah. Sam's like, "Yeah." He goes, "Well, we just went and did that." Right, so why are we Bit here ago. again? <laughs> and uh, they have some nice little back and forth. You know, forth. the first day in a time loop is always the I hardest. I know, it's, it's very awkward. Yeah. And and it's like, Jack's like, well, how else would I know about the Coronas something? And the lines. And Sam, <laughs> disbelieving it as she's saying it, is like, maybe you read my report? No, yeah, she's like, no, that never happened. And then you have Daniel going... Maybe he read your report. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that is the like, worst thing you could think of. Seriously, <laughs> he barely listens to you tell us about your report. <laughs> he definitely did not read it. Uh, but Jack and Teal are positive that they've done this before. And then there's an off-world activation. And I purpose and I personally love how nonchalant Daniel's about this. Like everyone leaves and Daniel's like the last one and he just like throws the report down. It's like, are we seriously going for I think every he's still activation? So shocked at like he read your report. <laughs> That's really what you're gonna go with right here. He read my report. Like I don't think he's he's so shocked that Sam could come up with something so dense. I think Daniel is more likely to believe there's a time loop. Yeah, than he is to believe <laughs> that he read a report. Yeah, and he's like, oh yeah, that's why. That's why you know that. That makes sense. That makes perfect sense. That yeah. makes way more sense uh-huh. than you reading anything that we've yeah, ever written. Uh, yeah, on purpose. <laughs> on purpose. Uh, <laughs> like you could be on the toilet with nothing around. And you would still not read you the report. Would, yeah, you would sit there and count squares of toilet you paper. You would use yeah. the paper to turn over and then doodle. Yeah. Or just fold it into or an airplane. Yeah. <laughs> so they head down to the control room and Jack knows it's SG-12, even though they aren't due back for days. And uh, yeah, the... Yeah, the IDC says SG-12. Yeah, that's uh, weird. Until it's like one of them's going to be injured. And then they come through the gate and one of them's limping. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so Sam and Hammond have one of their two little walk and talks through the corridors. And they're not really sure what to make of all this. But both of them claim to have memories of a mission that's not supposed to start for another six hours. Right. So in the infirmary, we get the first of the memorable and personally very fond of uh, well of shots of Janet and the pen light straight into the camera. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I personally like them. I, my favorite part in those scenes is it's the teal with the thermometer. Teal with the thermometer, yeah. <laughs> so they're, they're trying to break down what happened on the planet. Mm-hmm. And basically all of these infirmary shots are basically here to showcase and let us enjoy the comedic timing of teal and the thermometer. Oh, yeah. They're like the next comedy duo. They should go on the road. Just so him good. and that thermometer. Later on, he just gets puts him out and he just like visibly sighs. Yeah, it's just like hmm. it reminds me of Stormy does that. Kaylee does too. Yeah, it's just like that puppy like everything is terrible sigh. Yeah, no one loves me. You haven't played with me for a whole five minutes. We yeah. just sit here and mope because my yeah. life is over. This is this is me now. This is me now. <laughs> so Jack and Teal'c try to explain to Daniel what happens in the cold open, and mm-hmm. Jack just like 
and and how Objective Surf showed back up with a spoon of Fruit Loops and look on Janet's faces. Fruit Loops. Yeah. Seriously. Why? Why the Fruit Loops? This is ridiculous. <laughs> uh, Janet's like, I can't find anything wrong with them. Uh, and Sam- <laughs> Other than the obvious. <laughs> Other than the obvious. <laughs> Sam and Hannah walked in and they're in perfect health, except for the whole remembering things that hasn't happened yeah. part. Uh, and so Hammond is postponing the mission. Later in the hallway, <laughs> Daniel runs around the corner with a bundle of papers in the arms to meet up with Jack, who's checking his watch conveniently. That'll come yeah. back later. Uh, and he starts going on about 400 pages of alien text that SG-15 brought back with the digital images. And then Siler just runs around the corner and <laughs> body checks Daniel out. <laughs> Full open ice body check. Yeah. They are both hockey players. There you go. Uh, and papers go flying comedically. Yeah. And I think my favorite part is... Jack doesn't even flinch. I like to think that I, I love because we see this part more than once. I yeah. was like, look, he purposely does not no. stop this. No. It's almost no. like to some point he's like, hold on, I gotta be here to watch this thing. And grabs like a chair. <laughs> well, he's he like, let's do this. Even this first time, he yeah. makes no motion to help yeah. Daniel. <laughs> yeah, it's just really fun. I like it. But uh Siler helps him up and a very Deloise-ish looking airman mm. uh, helps Jack. Yeah. Uh Dun, yeah. dun, dun. So next, Jack is having his coffee or hot chocolate or tea or something in a yeah. hot <laughs> mug. Uh, may just, to be fair, could just be bourbon. Just straight like, up. Just I have a hunch he has some in his desk. That's Why what he uses not? his desk for. Yep. At this point, they could just be straight bourbon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, Sam comes up and just stares at him for a bit. Like... <laughs> so I love I love in this episode how much fun Sam has because <laughs> so she's like what am I gonna say now yeah how about now I've never seen her have this kind of fun and I love it uh, and and they do say you know Jack's like at this point we were already on the planet so everything's already different and I'm sorry we are really distracted by the fact that Kaylee has her her like. Her squishy... She's playing with bacon, guys. She has bacon, but it's like a crinkle bacon, and she's just, like, on her back with bacon. So, and if you guys hear crinkling, we promise we're not eating on the podcast. We'll, we'll post the adorable picture that Grace just took of it, <laughs> of her going, huh? Okay, next. Uh, <laughs> Let's keep it moving. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> Distractions. Um. Anyway, so... <laughs> also, we have another point of an ongoing thing of Jack always finds something in his coffee. Oh, yes. Yeah, I forgot about that. He always finds something in his coffee. He's a, you know, there's always something to pick out of there. So Sam was thinking about the whole, like, beam hitting the Stargate thing. And maybe he's like, maybe you aren't remembering future events. Maybe you were sent back in time. I mean, the Stargate did send them back to 1969. Good year, Jack smiles. <laughs> Sam wonders if the beam could be a way of accessing the gate subspace field to create its type of time inversion outside subspace. Jack's like, I knew, I knew you were going to say that. It sounds like something you'd say. Yeah. Sounds right. You, I mean, I knew you were going to say something around those words yeah. because I don't actually listen to most of the words because <laughs> I'm busy staring at your face. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, just thinking out loud here and she wants to run some simulations. And as she leaves, Jack's like, run, simulate. Keep me posted. Keep me praised. I'm bored. And I'm just talking to myself. I'm going to drink some more bourbon. Uh, in Hammond's office, he, he's gotten word back from Janet that both Jack and Teal are perfectly fine and healthy. And they have no more premonitions. So I guess it's back to work. As long as 
And then there is an off-world activation. No! Don't! Yeah. And they head to the control room. They see energy arcing over the iris. And yep, Jack and Teal recognize this. And Jack is back eating Fruit Loops. Ta-da! And the briefing, Jack is just like, we've done this! And throws a file on the table. <laughs> uh, Sam and Daniel and Hammond stare at him. He, Daniel's like, yeah, we... We do this every day. Yeah. No shit, we did. we've done he's this. He's like, no, not briefings in general. This one. Uh, and he's like, they do the whole, yes, we have, no, we haven't. Yeah. Banter that, that back nice and dance that always has to happen at least once. <laughs> it's so good because their timing of it is perfect. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so why are Jack and Teal the only ones who remember? We never really find this out. That's right. okay. Uh, you said that the, the last time... Why are we the only ones that have to remember? <laughs> and Jack's like, I don't know. Probably has something to do with that planet. <laughs> so they believe that, and they're like, you're going to believe me, everything about this. <laughs> when yeah. SG-12 comes through the gate in four, three, two, one. Zero. Nothing. Negative one. Happens. Well, they're like, two. SG-12 isn't due back for three days. And then the gate starts yeah. up. He's like, so close. Time to check your battery. <laughs> so back to Janet and the pen. But his, yeah. his watch seems off a couple times. That's true. Episode. Yeah. Uh, back to Janet and the pen light. And Jack and Teal consist they're fine. And Janet's like, humor me. Yeah. People are remembering <laughs> shit that hasn't happened. Right. Uh, and Jack ensures to Hammond that there's no point in delaying the mission because it didn't work last time. Also, Teal can the thermometer. Again. Yeah. It's my favorite scene. Like, the, the you know, the unsung hero of this episode is that their monitor. <laughs> it is. It is, yes. <laughs> so in the hallway, Jack watches his watch, waiting for Daniel to come around the corner with his papers. Uh, we do get a bit more information that the writing is a variation of the writing used by the ancients, and mm-hmm. that he does know that the Asgards returned Jack to normal when they took the information out, which is... Right. Of course, good. Fortunate. Totally the thing we needed. Daniel supposes. Yeah. I guess. That's exactly the right thing. But I could use more info about the, and Jack doesn't even warn Daniel that Silas coming this time. <laughs> yeah. Knocks him out. And he's like, oops. He's like, if I'm stuck here, I'm just going to make it fun for myself. Exactly. <laughs> so Jack and Teal come into Hammond's office waiting for the lab results from Janet. But Jack and Teal just want to go back to the planet before it's too late to start this day from happening over and over and over again. Uh, and it's like, look, if it was just me, Jack's like, I would agree. Maybe hard to accept. But what about Teal? Does this look like the face of a crazy man? <laughs> Awkward pause. As Jokes sits there and tries his best not to look insane or scary, <laughs> which is impossible. And Jack is like, bad example. Yeah. <laughs> But they do get to go back to the planet. Yeah. Uh, they head to the machine, which Sam wonders how it works. And Jack says it's a subspace field and time inversions. This is just what Sam said. words, yeah. <laughs> uh, Malachi walks out. Jack raises his gun, which causes Sam to raise her gun because Jack yeah. raised his gun. Mm-hmm. Very, you know, appropriate. And Daniel's like, whoa. Yeah. Why are happening? we raising guns? Yeah. I'm scared now. Jack wants him to undo whatever he did, and Jack is, you know, I know you remember what you did. Can you undo what you did the last time you did it? Uh, he, Malachi's just pushing buttons. Right. Uh, Malachi insists that, look, I'm just an archaeologist trying to understand the alien symbols. You know, I told SG-15 this. They didn't point guns at me. Right. Uh, and Jack's, like, goes through Malachi's bag and brings out a weapon and wants to know what kind of archaeologist carries a <laughs> weapon. And it's like, um... Me. I, I do that. I do. And then, so that line was awesome because every archaeologist <laughs> that I can think of 
carries a, a weapon. Of some kind or another. Indiana yeah. Jones, very famously, has a whip. Has a fucking whip. He also and a gun. has a gun. <laughs> As an infamous scene. <laughs> that's, I'm going to leave it with those two. Uncle Scrooge, who in a lot of ways is an archaeologist, whether we want to believe that or not, I'm completely on board with it. He's okay. basically Indiana Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in duck form. He carries that cane. Yeah. And that cane is a weapon. We don't know what else it's equipped with. My theory is that there is darts inside of that thing. Yeah. Or just There's a poison sword. Darts. Yeah, oh, that could be cool, too. It's just a, so- a cane sword. I do like that Laura idea. Croft? Yeah. Laura Croft carries all the fucking What's weapons. What's the one from the other non-Laura Croft game that's identical? Nathan Drake Nathan is Drake? basically the uh, fucking serial killer. Yeah. <laughs> Nathan Drake. Don't think about this too much, guys, if you play Uncharted, which I do and I love. There's a Nathan Drake doll sitting next to my bedside. <laughs> he protects me at night. Um, <laughs> Nathan Drake is a little bit of a serial killer. A little Give bit. A little, little bit unhinged. of a... Uh, yeah. It's a little unhinged. He basically just plows through everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Most archaeologists <laughs> in media yeah. try to carry a gun. Yeah. Or a That's weapon. Right. Yeah. Or a whip or, you know, something. <laughs> Anyways. And Jack's like, again, bad example. Yeah. <laughs> then he brings out a picture of Malachi's wife. So the stones start moving on the road as energy builds up. There's no way to turn it off, Malachi says, and because he, he, and he already knows Sam's name. Right. Which How do you Jack do is that? like, I never told you in this loop. And Magpie's like, fine, I'm done with this I facade. Fucked up, yeah. I fucked up. Yeah. Uh, he points out they're still too late. Uh, and he's in the middle of Daniel explaining that it would take him years to translate to try and off by itself and flash of light. And Jack is eating Fruit Loops again. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Jack drops a spoon in his head. So in the briefing room, Jack interrupts before Sam can even start this time. And Jack and Teal bounce back and forth, explaining that they're stuck in a time loop, there's a device, shoots the Stargate with energy, accesses the subspace field of the Stargate, powered by ionization of the atmosphere, caused by magnets, Jack says. It's always magnets. Magnets, bitch. Magnets. It's always magnets. Uh, and Teal's like, a geometric, geomagnetic storm, really. Um, <laughs> but magnets. Magnets. And there's there's one thing that Jack knows, though, is there's no point in having old Doc Frazier examine them once again. <laughs> Everyone in this room is thoroughly confused. Yeah. <laughs> and going, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, but then we cut to old Doc Frazier, who I'm sure loves being old called Doc old Frazier. Doc Frazier. Uh, and Jack just really wants to know what could possibly be in his eye that explains this. <laughs> and Teal hates thermometers. Basically. Yeah. Do you think he's named it at this point? Like his name is Thermy. It's a really <laughs> lame thermometer name. Thermy. Probably. Oh. Probably not. And I feel like Thermy needs like a little knit hat. <laughs> You know what I think of? Like, Stick Stickly? Do you remember I Stick Stickly? I totally remember Stick Stickly. From Nickelodeon? I very much remember Stick Stickly. Thermy is Stick Stickly's friend. It, you, probably, yeah. Yeah. They're, they go out <laughs> They go out partying. Um, and then we have the second walk and talk with Sam and Hammond. And they, they walk and ask, when's the last time you heard Jack use terms like subspace field and geomagnetic storm and actually almost mostly use them correctly? Uh, yeah, and even pronounce them correctly? Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the next loop, they'll both forget they had this conversation completely. <laughs> so in Daniel's office, Jack and Teal meet him there. Instead of the hallway, Daniel will be better off. Right. Uh, and Daniel has translated <laughs> some of the West Wall. It looks to be sort of planetary history. And Jack's like, alter. Focus on the altar. Yeah. Figure out the symbols mean and stop this all from happening. Yeah. Fix Daniel, it. 
Daniel's like, yes, but I want to do more thorough research. And if I can figure out the rest of the Texas, I'll have context as to what the altar was supposed to do. Jack's like, oh, no time, no time. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, we know what it does. It's a time loop machine. Yeah. Ta-da. Daniel's like, I'm pretty sure it's not just supposed to loop 10 hours on repeat. <laughs> Uh, and Daniel's phone rings. Sam has something. <laughs> so back in the briefing room, uh, she comes to the idea that the uh, that the effect from the planet is being sent to Earth through the Stargate, so they can just dial out uh, with the next time the loop is supposed to end, and anyone trying to contact us will get a busy signal and yes. the loop will break. This whole time, Teal'c is just Kelner reaming in the yeah, background. I, yeah, <laughs> you know what's funny is I love this part. Like he's straight up so done with these loops. <laughs> That he's just like, Lord, please give me the strength to not kill all these motherfuckers that I'm stuck here. He's like, I am surrounded. He's like every meme in the world about like, I'm about to kill a motherfucker. (laughs) That is why he's Kelnoreeming. Yeah, probably. He's like, I am Kelnoreeming for your good. (laughs) For your own safety. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So they, they try it. They try dialing out, and guess what? They can't get the seventh <laughs> chevron to engage. Not gonna happen. So as Sam runs a diagnostic, they get an incoming wormhole and Fruit Loops. Yay! <laughs> so Jack and Teal are in Daniel's office again, going over conversations they already had. Yeah. But Jack is ahead of the game this time. He's recorded what Daniel said last time on a Walkman. <laughs> <laughs> on a recorder. Yeah. And uh, has has brought it so Daniel doesn't have to start all over again. And he goes to play it. No. And it's just silence. That's not how time works. And then he bangs the expensive prop on the oh, desk. Nothing. And apparently the prop department went, no. Don't do that. Don't, don't, don't even stop. Stop doing that. Daniel then points out, like, if they're in a loop, then the recording wouldn't have happened yet. Right. And Teal basically says, told you so. Yeah. And Jack <laughs> is careful. I will hurt you. I have I have not been Kelno Reaming. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to kill you. I'm about to fuck some shit up here. So Daniel points out that if Jack and Teal really are the only ones that remember things, they're going to have to help Daniel out by them learning and remembering. So this part, this part, <laughs> as a human being in the midst of midterms, like made me sweat, like stress, like stress, sweat, and like heart palpitations. Like, oh God, I can't remember all that. I can't. I can't, it's not going to happen. <laughs> that happened a little bit. And Jack's like, it's fine, how hard can it be? And he picks up a piece of paper, and then just Daniel takes it and flips <laughs> it around. Because he had it upside down. <laughs> Again, how I feel going into midterms. I love it. Daniel's like, you really think it's going to be that easy? You're holding yeah. the fucking paper they're upside not even, down. <laughs> they're not even looking at the letters the right way. So back in the briefing room, uh, Sam and Hammond, uh, it's just them. They're they're talking about how the dialing out trick didn't work in the previous loop. So mm-hmm. Sam thinks that they're sort of out of sync with the rest of the gate system as a whole. They mm-hmm. were able to connect with a handful of worlds, and this happened to be in a perfect circle around P4X uh, 639. Yes. Everything in that bubble is looping. Dun, dun, dun. And they could be reliving the same day thousands of times over and never know it. And it's and all Jack's like, and Jack. I know it. Yeah, I know, I know it. it. I know. 
I know. I know it. So then we cut to Jack reading out of Latin for the Novice by Joseph Mazzoli, PhD. <laughs> I love the idea that that's what the book is. It's like, you didn't just straight up go with Latin for dummies. Yeah. Well, <laughs> just did, a bright did yellow. You, did you notice the author? <laughs> yeah, 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 I did. These well, now are, that you tell me. These are my favorite type of Easter eggs, guys. <laughs> like, these are my favorite things in the world. Nice. Do you think his actual script, his script is actually in there so he can, like, memorize Prom, lines? To be fair, probably. <laughs> I mean, that's the reason you carry around clipboards in yeah. some shows. Is oh, you yeah. just literally write your lines on it. Mm-hmm. Done and done. Uh, my favorite is in any, in any if anything I can subtly slip it into, like if there's a clock in a graphic, oh, yes. I'll set it to 42 after. Nice. Yeah, that kind of stuff. <laughs> I'll take that. Um, but anyways, Teal'c is studying something else next to him. Both are bored. <laughs> He's like, this is a bad idea. And Teal'c's like, we have no choice. Yeah. Shut up and memorize shit. <laughs> uh, and they hear the off-world activation signaling the end of their loop. And Jack points out that the worst part is that Daniel keeps asking him a question at the start of the loop. And he wasn't even listening the first time. And Teal'c's like, you're not the only one who has to endure discomfort. I love that we finally get poor Teal'c's side of things. And we cut to the start of Teal'c's loop where a door opens and slams him in the face. face. (laughs) He tells the guy who opens the door, next time I will not be so forgiving. (laughs) So the next loop, they're back in Daniel's office and Jack has paper balls on his eyes laying down and they're like, they're starting to make progress in the transition. And Daniel's in full like education teacher mode. (laughs) <laughs> the next loop, they're bored mindless. Yeah. And Jack and Teal'c are both correcting Daniel's translations. <laughs> and the next loop, De- Jack's just spinning in his desk chair. Just spinning. I do that sometimes. That yeah, I can, I'm I maybe do that. doing that right now. Uh, next loop, Jack just starts juggling. Yes. Uh, next loop, he's juggling a bit more things. <laughs> next loop, teaching Teal'c how to juggle. Yeah. <laughs> and the next loop, Daniel is so annoyed that they're juggling instead of helping. Uh, and by the way, like, Richard Dean Anderson is actually, like, a master juggler. I, I see. There was uh, some evidence. He was such. a juggler in a street mime. <laughs> Seriously, how much cooler can this guy get? This is interesting. Definitely interesting. There is an old classic Regis and Kathy Lee interview that we'll post if we remember, oh, to. Oh, that's going to happen, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty classic. It's just um, fun to watch him not be, um, not be, uh, Curl Jack for yeah. a second. yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm really digging this. I really dug it. It was fun to watch. I I felt like I was going back in time. Well, and see what's, what the thing about, we're getting to the magic parts of the episode. Yeah, I'm like basically quiet, just trying to get us to the fun part. (laughs) I know. So the, the key with this episode is because the, the not only was a filming schedule so short, they actually ran up short in the episode. Oh, okay. So they basically had to fill some time and so yes. a lot of like the the cut pieces that you can like cut people coming in and interleaving yeah, 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 yeah. they like left all that in and then they basically like, well let's come up with some more stuff and that's how this got the w- wonderful montage that's in this the episode, best part of the episode which is the best sometimes plan b's are your best plans so <laughs> the next loop jack takes off and this is another one of my favorite moments <laughs> <laughs> where he's talking to teal 
playing with ketchup and mustard, saying that he's losing it. It means go crazy, nuts, insane, bonzo, no longer in possession of one's faculties, three fries short of a Happy Meal, wacko, and he has a plate with a smiley face on it. I love this. I was waiting for him to go, um, you, you know, either, uh, what's his name, uh, uh, Jack Nicholson in oh, The yeah. Shining, or preferably Homer Simpson's yeah. rendition of something, something, something. Something, something. And like, Marge goes, go crazy. And he's like, don't mind if I do. <laughs> Uh, yes. We do know he's quite fond of The Simpsons. So. Yeah, so it would make sense. Uh, anyway, so back in Daniel's office in the next loop, we had our time off. Uh, <laughs> and Jack is finishing up some translations on the board while Daniel's sitting there watching him and hands the talk to, chalk to Teal. He goes and finishes up. Uh, Daniel is in awe. He's like, how long have you been doing this? Months. <laughs> and Jack's like, I don't know anymore. Yeah, I hate life. Um... And at that point, Daniel points out that, you know, it is kind of an opportunity. Uh-huh. You know, you can you can do anything that you want without having to worry about consequences. Yes. And for some reason, Jack never realized this on you his own. You would think he'd be the first guy to think no, of that. No, really. So Jack just gets up and leaves. And here is where... <laughs> Life happens. Yeah. Uh, we cut to Jack trying to learn how to throw pottery. Yes. Which doesn't work well. By the way, where did he get a wheel? I don't know. Maybe he's always had it. Maybe it's one of those hobbies he's always wanted to pick up. So he just has a... And had no time. A throwing wheel in the corner of his Yeah. Office. Yeah. He's like, I'm just going to leave this here. Someday I will have downtime to play with that. Next loop, Jack rides a bike down the hallway, complete with Bell. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm surprised he's a Bell guy. I would think he'd be more of a horn guy. Yeah, this is true. I love that I'm making hand motions for a bell versus a horn. <laughs> Guys, a bell or a horn? horn? Or a bell or a horn? Right on and on of your podcast! Um, the, the next loop, Jack and Teal are playing golf through the Stargate, because why not? Complete with Callaway clubs, by the this way. This is my favorite, favorite part. <laughs> when you hear so Hammond off screen, I have no, a theory. not yet. Oh, okay, that's, okay, that's, that's right, that's the next one. Scenes. Yes, yes. Um, and Teal, like, Teal looks legit like he stepped off the golf course. He's probably did. Teal looks looking pretty good. I do know that Chris Judge uh, is quite a golfer, so this nice. may just be his own outfit. Yeah. Uh, and Jack, I like, I love that Jack is channeling his inner Stuart Payne. Okay. On his outfit, which, by the way, was my favorite golfer growing up. I don't even know who that is. Well, okay, so my grandfather, super into golf. Okay. So he used to watch golf My favorite golfer is Bill Murray. Yeah, he's a good <laughs> golfer. Mine, yeah. uh, mine was um, uh, Happy Gilmore. Oh, no, see, I, <laughs> I grew up on uh, the Central Coast, yes. California. He actually golfs. Every year, yeah. he goes to the Pebble Beach Pro-Am. Yep. And we watch every yeah. time. Mm-hmm. As much, it's the only time I watch golf live. Yeah. Because the man is awesome. Well, see, my my grandpa used to watch it. Like, if golf was on television, he was watching it. (laughs) And I was bored mindless watching it. But I got to sit with grandpa. There you go. So I didn't really care. But I love Stuart Payne because Stuart Payne would wear, like, the the Knickerbocker pants. And it was always brightly colored socks. and bright. Like, he was always super expressive and crazy bright colors. And that's what he was known for. Uh, He did tragically die uh, in 1999. It was his plane crashed. It was a small plane, like basically everything. Every it's happened a couple of years ago in a different plane, but it was everyone on the plane got hypoxia. Oh, and the plane just continued in its course. 
Oh my. They actually, like, they got planes up next to it, try to figure out, and, like, the, the windows were completely, like, frosted over. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, and there was, like, there was four or five people on board. Um, well, that's no good. No, but Stuart Payne, man, was awesome. And I love that Jack is basically channeling Stuart Payne. I'll take it. I'll in take his it. outfit. This makes me wonder if either RDA or, um, um, Chris Judge, Chris Judge ever made it to the Pebble Beach prom because it's a know. celebrity invitational. There, so they pair up a celebrity with possibly. a possibly. Um, but I would have been so young that I would have been like, I don't know who those are, but yeah. I know Bill Murray. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently there's also some concern because they're like actually hitting golf balls. Some concern <laughs> yeah. about hitting golf boards towards the hundred thousand dollar Stargate prom, right? <laughs> but they're really good guys, yeah. and they can totally. Um, They'll make it work. Yeah. <laughs> so the next loop, Jack's pottery throwing is getting much oh, yeah. better. The next is more golf. This yes. is where Hammond's like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. I, mean, I love I love the expression. I felt like he was five years old. <laughs> he was like, in the middle of my backswing. He's like, jeez, dude. I absolutely love just the approach. I have a theory that Hammond was supposed to walk into the room on them, but could not stop laughing. And had to. they had to just put the VO in off screen. Because even then, I feel like you can hear him wanting to laugh. It's just amazing. I love golf through the Stargate. Yeah. Because you know they would want to play golf through the Stargate. I just love how he comes back to, uh, yeah. to Hammond with the same energy. Like, what the fuck do you think I'm doing? And what I am doing what it looks like I'm doing. I'm right in the middle here. Can I you mean, not wait two seconds for me I'm to finish? It took someone this long to play golf through Stargate simply because then you have the record of the longest drive, period. <laughs> Ever. No one can be your life. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Stargate golfing is a new sport oh, now. Dude, that'd be awesome. <laughs> oh my gosh. So the next loop, Teal'c shoves the door back into the guy that keeps hitting us. Yes. With a grin of satisfaction on his face. In the next room, or the next room, the next yeah. loop is the infamous one. Yes. Jack in civilian clothes. I don't know what the hell he's wearing. I don't either. I feel like he stole some teenager's clothes. <laughs> but Jack in civilian clothing hands Hammond his rec- resignation so that right before the next loop starts, he can do this and he times it out to grab Sam and dip her and just plan a kiss as Hammond goes, what the fuck is happening? Why, why are you doing this? Might and be the greatest kiss ever. Makes all the fans go crazy. Yeah, I love... Um, I love that Sam goes right into it, too. Oh, I know. She's like, yep, this is happening. <laughs> well, they were very, very specific to show Jack turning in his resignation yeah. first yeah. before he plants one yep. <laughs> on his, you know. This must have been a great episode to tease. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine yeah. Yeah. the promo cut for yeah. this. <laughs> Uh, the next room, next next loop in the briefing room, Jack just looks at Sam smiling. Yeah, that says look. Says nothing. That look is the one. That look is the She's one. She's like, what? He goes, nothing. That's the one with the crush. <laughs> it's like, I know that look. <clears throat> so with Jack, look. Jack and Teal tell Daniel has finished the translation. The ancients had a colony on the planet. They were there for thousands of years until they were struck by some sort of cataclysmic, you know, demise. So facing certain destruction, they built a time machine. Hmm. They were going to go back and change the history to change their fate. And I can just only think of the tagline from Brave. Yeah. <laughs> you can change, you can change your, change fate, your fate. Would you? <laughs> 
Guys, I really love Brave. Seriously. It's gorgeous, and I really love Brave. Says the curly-haired Scottish girl. I wonder why. I also, because she's like, she's also what? what, She's one of the few Disney princesses who's like, I don't need no fucking man. Yeah, she's kind of a badass. Like, that's the whole point. Like, no, I'm awesome on my own. Yeah. I will get a man if and when I choose to. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. She is. So, yeah. She's a cool. She's a cool lady. There's also like all this mother daughter bonding and everything in there. Also, it's just visually spoilers, stunning. guys. <laughs> if you haven't seen Brave, if you haven't seen Brave at this point. Yeah, there's something wrong. No, I I actually did not expect that at all. No, the I whole wasn't. Mom story. It was beautiful. Yeah, and it's just visually one of my favorite films of Disney's. Uh, see, I recently party. rewatched Mulan and may or may Mulan not have started good. crying and been like, I did not know I felt all these feels with Mulan. I do love Mulan, but it's my love of, like, besides storyline, I just think it's visually the prettiest to me. Oh, gotcha. It's That's just fair. the visuals. Like, that whole one of her riding through the forest with the arrows is like... Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I do like Mulan. Let's get down to business. To I mean, it's got that the honor for my family thing. Yes. May or may not touch home a lot for I me. I do <laughs> like that one quite a lot. Um, so, anyways, the ancients were going to go back and try to change their fate, but it didn't work. Uh, <laughs> and they just started going back in the short, continuous time loops, um, like the one Jack and Teal'c are stuck in. And they couldn't get it to work, so in the end, they just shut it down and let the end come. <laughs> the key is, is that the loop can be broken. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And Daniel goes off and explains things, and Jack's like, no. Short answer, yes, the loop can be broken. <laughs> Which Jack is very happy we about. We don't have time for you to go into this in detail. <laughs> I mean, keep technically they do, but... Right. <laughs> <sighs> but I'm done. And that, this is when I go back and, and, and just go from the quote from Star Trek Generations, which is my favorite... Uh, no, it's not Star Trek Generation. Sorry, Star Trek First Contact. When when you have like a drunk Troy, and she's like, "Time, there's no time for time. <laughs> we like don't that. have the time for time." <laughs> because you have a drunk Troy. Nice. Uh, like you've it. seen it. You've seen enough next year. I know who she is. To think, imagine to yourself, drunk Troy. That should be fun. That's gonna be fun. I like it. Um, she's who I relate to the most. Shocker. <laughs> Known that? You mean you feel for the what? character? Who feels? I feel for the character who is all feels. She literally is all feels. She just feels things. I mean, I've basically assumed. What do you do for a living? I feel. I've basically assumed since I've known you that you're half beta Zed. So. I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> um, so on the planet, Jack beats Sam to the point that the geomagnetic storms are building up, and they didn't stay here long. <laughs> and Sam's like, this is my one job. No, it's not yeah. her one job. Yeah. Um, so Jack calls out to Malachi. This time he's put up a force field with Jack that Teal'c finds with his face. <laughs> and goes face shooting shield. back. And it's like everything they throw at the shield, like, rocket exponentially in the other direction. Yeah, okay. Um, so, and Jack tries throwing a rock at it, and that's how we see it shoot back towards the star. Yeah, no, not okay. Don't do that. Um, and Malachi's like, yeah, I had to trade several important artifacts to get that shield. Because it is global tech, right? We it is, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so Malachi wants to start the loop over again. He just needs more time to decipher the symbols so he can master the device. And, uh... We almost made it through the entire episode without them giving us a Groundhog Day. I was very Day surprised. Reference. I was very surprised that they decided to throw this one in at the end. I was like, oh, 
right. Yeah. It's a natural one. It is. It absolutely it's, is. To be fair, they do it. Jack, I'm surprised Jack hasn't made the reference earlier. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and then we find out why he's doing this. It's not for power, um, but it's because Malachi's wife died 12 years ago, and he, he wants doesn't he doesn't want to go back and save her because she died of a congenital heart weakness. So there's no way that he can save her. He just wants to go back to be with her once more. Yeah, which is kind of sweet, but but also kind of creepy if you think about it. It's well, it just means he's not healed. Well, it's also and like... not willing to heal. It's also if you went back to spend time with your wife who you then knew was going to die, but then you didn't tell her that she was about to die, it's a little yeah. creepy. I mean, it's you open an entire can of worms. I just don't know that he's yeah. thought it through that far. Well, we find out later that he has in no way thought it through that right, far. Right, right. <laughs> um, and Daniel points out that the device doesn't work. It never worked. That's why the ancients couldn't even get it to work you know, when they built the thing. Right. And if they couldn't get it to work, and they're the ones that built it, I don't know how you think you're going to get it to work. Um, and also, if he continues, he's not the only one trapped in this loop over and over again. The Stargate activates 14 worlds, so billions of others are stuck in this loop. Billions and billions. billions. <laughs> I love Carl Sagan. Um, and Malachi's like, I didn't know that part. I, didn't, I just want to see my wife again. I didn't know that part. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you, you want to see her again, why? So you can touch her face, so you can talk to her again. She's still going to die again, and then what are you going to do? Start all over again? Right, just keep picking that scab so it never heals over? Basically, yeah. And then the energy starts to build up, and he tells Jack that you don't know what it's like, to which Jack is like, you want to bet I have yeah. this card in my back pocket? I got this. Yeah. Uh, and he points out that, you know, he could never relive the death of his son again. Yeah, I'm going to pull out the dead son card. Yeah. I'm going to see your dead wife card. <laughs> Here's and I'm going to raise you a dead son card. <laughs> this is... What you got? Oh, no, no, this wins. Yeah. Sorry. Um, so Malachi just now realizes that he doesn't want to relive the death of his wife no, over again. No, no. He just had not thought it through. Like, he's done all this... He hadn't... Like, that... How do you not... Come up with right, right blinders. Now, before we go through and break this loop, I have to ask you a very important question. Yes, if you were stuck in a time loop Uh and could do something with no consequences, oh god, what is the first thing you would do? The first thing I would do. Ooh, I have no clue. This one's hard, isn't I it? Know. I still haven't been able because to come it up depends. with mine. I guess it depends on how long is the loop. Is it a 10-hour loop? Because then you can only get so far if you try to travel. Well, yeah. Well, let's say it's the 10 hours. I thought of travel, too. So I thought, okay, I steal the, what is it, the Learjet? Yeah, you steal a Learjet. I steal your- a Learjet, and then I just travel. Every loop, I fi- find yeah. a different place to go visit. There you go. Um, or, or I could do the thing where... Um, I see a lot of it would involve crime because there just wouldn't be time. I know. That's what I was actually thinking. I was there like, that's just time. getting that weird, like, you're just trying to see what you can do. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like, I'd want to. And then also, how much money do I have also, access to? Also, I would be eating a lot of amazing food. That was the other question. Anything that I eat, does it gone in 10 hours? Yeah. It's got to be, right? I never like, ate I'd it. I'd be go to a Guys, lot of super so, high restaurants. Well, not only that, so many Popeye's biscuits. Like, uh, I would just fucking shove my face yeah, full no, of no, Popeye's no. biscuits. I'd be like, I'd be like the because if my my bank account gets like refurbished every right. night well, you, that too. I'd be going to like the couple thousand dollar plate restaurants like the super crazy I just want to eat a lot of pop <laughs> that goes to show you guys where we stand I just want to shove my face full of piping hot Popeye's biscuits <laughs> with honey on them 
<laughs> yeah, no, mine involve I think a lot of eating. You know, if I if I if I'm doing this where it's like the loop where I remember knowledge, I, um, I do like his thing of where he learned pottery. Oh, like I yeah. think I would like learn a couple skills. I'm not learn <laughs> I, well, I mean, I learn things from the places I visit, but I'm not going out of my way to read books. <laughs> Gross. Well, maybe not maybe books, but like I'd like to learn how to play my guitar better. And if That's I could just sit there for a month and learn my guitar and yeah. not have consequences otherwise, yeah. you know, I'm trying to. Th- that'd be nice. <gasps> Go make out with Chris Brad. Yeah. I mean, if I get arrested, so what? I was like, there might be some just, like, going out and, like, making out with a couple, like, because I, 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 Cal- I can get to California, New York. I don't even know point. that I want to make out with it. I just want to, like, smack his ass. <laughs> <laughs> you can just break on to whatever set of the movie he's on and just, like, sneak up behind him. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, in Bob's Burgers, I would like to think that I'm Louise, but I'm Tina. <laughs> I'm just obsessed with butts. I am not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there's that. <laughs> it's a good. It's a. It's a good thought thing of like, what would you do if you had no what consequences? Would you, do if you had zero consequences, guys. I, I want fair, you to tell me on your Facebook because we're missing some really good we ones. Are. But here's the problem: is like how my brain works. Is that my brain is like, even if I had no consequences. Well, I can't break into something because that'd be against the rules. Like, yeah. that's how... <laughs> oh, my brain doesn't do that. My brain's just more like, God, that's a lot of effort. Because <laughs> it's like, why... well, I have to outrun. Fuck, I'm not outrunning See, that. See, this is why we'd have to go do these these crazy loops together. Yeah. Because that way, way you would get me better at, like, breaking the rules like, when I do the consequences. Yeah. And I'd, or, like, like I want to go something. inside the Magic Kingdom castle and, oh, and into yes. that, like, the, the fancy... The hotel room? Yeah. Yes. Or I'm the... Gonna... Or Break into the Disney Cinderella castles, or, or like the do. Club Thirty Three. <gasps> yes, stuff at Disneyland. Again, we can we can get to California within the ten hour time. the Hurstwicks. Yes, Hurstwicks. <laughs> And drag them to Disney. And go have fun. <laughs> and they're going to have fun, damn it. Chris <laughs> is like, what are we doing? Why are, who are you? And we're like, fun. <laughs> yeah. Grab the wife. Let's go. <laughs> we're going to have fun now. <laughs> it's like when you go to church when you're little. And your mom's like, you're going to go and we're all going to be good and no one's going to be angry. That was it's my grandmother, like, not my mom. Well, that's fair. It's probably my grandma more than my mom, too. My grand- Speaking of my grandfather, we had to be separated in church. <laughs> there actually got to the point there had to be two people between grandfather and any grandchild. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah. But but we did break the time loop. We sadly. did. We did break it. Yes, Malachi realizes that he doesn't want to relive the death of his wife, and so he deactivates the altar. Loop broken. And back in the gate room, Jack just tells the general, you know the old saying, if at first you don't succeed, try, 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 try again. And just keep, like, Macy Gray. <laughs> just try. In the cafeteria, uh, Jack now has the biggest spoon of oatmeal ever. Yeah. Like, almost disgusting level of oatmeal. Yeah, it's like the sexy amount of oatmeal. <laughs> like, he tries to sexily eat the oatmeal. You which you can't you do. Can't do. You, you can't, can't do, do that. Uh, and, and Sam, you know, <laughs> Sam got a message from the Tokra that they'd been trying to contact them for over three months. And yeah. who knows how long into the loop that they started trying to contact them. <laughs> uh, so who knows how long time has passed. And Jack's like, I blanked on how many loops. Yeah, like, I didn't keep I stopped track. counting. Yeah. And Daniel's like, you know, if in all the loops 
Were you ever attempted to do anything crazy? And I mean, if you could do anything out of consequences? <laughs> and Jack says nothing to Daniel, but then smiles at Sam. <laughs> With his, yeah, weird, the sexy oatmeal yeah. face. Sexy oatmeal face. Sexy oatmeal face. I like it. That may be the other AKA for the episode. <laughs> AKA sexy, sexy oatmeal, oatmeal face. face. Uh, and that smile confuses both Sam and Daniel. And Jack just takes a giant bite yeah. of oatmeal. Mm, oatmeal. <laughs> this was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. This was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I just really dug it. It's I really so dug good. it. Definitely crushing on, on Jack. I just love this episode so much. <laughs> it's so good. It has everything. And now I just keep thinking of all the Popeye's biscuits I'm going to eat <laughs> when I get stuck in a time loop. I don't know what else I'll do. I'm basically just going to add a couple loops. I will just go basically steal about 300 corgi puppies at once. And just play with the puppies. And just play with yeah. 300 corgi I puppies like for a day. Can we steal the queen's corgis? Can we probably. make it there? Um, we might be able to make it there. If we get a fast enough jet, we can probably get to London, get to Heathrow enough yes. time, and go try to steal. You know, steal. if we're stuck in a time loop, we can learn how to travel through time. This is true. And then steal, and then, yeah, and then steal the queen's corgis. Just make our own little, like, stargates. Just, just to play with the corgdom of we'll corgis. Learn how to teleport. Again, yeah. corgdom. A corgdom. Is a group of corgis. <laughs> corgdom. That's a thing. It's a corgdom. I still, my favorite is still a grumble of pugs. Yeah. Because that is what their pugs. face looks like. Like a grumble. grumble. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> our corgi is passed out because she's done with us talking. She's done. Uh, anything else about this gem of an episode besides we can wax on poetically about how much we love every moment of this? There's there's no part of this that I didn't enjoy. I would like to think that now uh, Jack does throw pottery, like, on the weekends. <laughs> yeah. And, like, he gifts everyone mugs and bowls. But they're all, like, slightly off. Well, I mean, I feel like... I think he's good at it, but I think it's kind of like a purposeful thing. Well, it's ba- yeah, it's basically like I can imagine his level of pottery is and now my stuff that I used to make because I used to throw pottery. Okay, it wasn't it wasn't the most beautiful thing in the world, but it was pretty damn nice. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I still use my own pottery. I can imagine it's the same level as Jack's. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, they're, they are functional. They're not these master art pieces. They're highly functional, right. durable, But, you know, they're a homemade pieces. present, which homemade is pretty present. awesome. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. Um, I can't think of any downsides to this one. No, I oh, can't either. I really can't, because everyone like in the perfection. episode seems to be having fun. It's like basically episode perfection. Yes, guys. It's so many of the most amazing reaction shots from basically everyone. Yeah, everyone had fun doing this, and you can see it on their faces, and A++++. Plus, 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 and plus. everyone got home Wait, like, like, uh, like, you know, dinner. come out the gate for our new writers. It was like, and everyone got home for a decent dinner yeah. this week because the shooting schedule was so short. Ta-da! <laughs> I like it. It's like, we're filming a fourth of the episode right here in this room. (laughs) Um, Yeah, guys, this is... I don't think we have to... Do we have to even pretend like we don't know where this is going on our list? This is probably going to go at the top of our list. Yeah, I don't think we have to pretend about where this is going. Yeah. Yeah. This is right off the top. Uh, Nemesis goes away for me. Yeah. Ah, I can't type. Window... Yeah, uh, mine is the other side is getting cut off. Ah. Um, and then window takes over the top. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, it's it's going to be up there for a while. Basically, it's number one with the bullet. You know, I guess I can say there is one 
disappointment. Okay. As you get to it. Okay. Um, there's no for crying out loud in this episode. There is no for crying out loud, and there's no indeed either. You would think, as frustrated as they both are, I know they would indeed or cry out loud. We do have a seventh uh, Peter DeLuise cameo. I'll take that. Yes. Um, So yeah, we we do have that. But yeah, (laughs) this is uh, this is basically one of my favorite my favorite up here's. But here's an interesting question. It never came up with. It may come up if if we went on some of these crazy adventures that we're okay. considering and and you know trying to steal the queen's yes, corgis. Yes. Uh, if we were to die, be killed, <gasps> and when these time loops, right. are we done or do we then wake back up and start oh, the next loop? I would think we come back because that's something because it's literally time is going backwards. Right. Well, and remember in Groundhog Day, yeah, he commits he, suicide multiple times. Exactly, and he did it. So uh, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like that even that even lowers the stakes even more. Yeah, I'm just gonna throw myself off a building because I've yeah. always wondered what that would feel what, like. Wonder what the free fall feels yeah. like. <laughs> but so, you yeah. have to make sure you do it at the end of the loop. You don't want to waste any exactly. time. Exactly. Well, during the loop. I mean, if you're going through, <laughs> get it waste time. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going through hundreds of loops, though, I guess right. it doesn't really make a difference. Yeah. Well, I think you know it would take me a while to get to New York, climb up to the top of the Empire State, and get courage. Know. Yeah. To do that, because even it, even if you know you're going to wake up on the other side. Well, here's the thing: is I wanted to end right as the loop starts. So nobody has to see it That's or witness true. any cleanup. That's true. That's true. See I what I mean? You. I don't want to traumatize the world. I like how courteous you are. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to traumatize anyone. <laughs> it's really not where I'm going with this. I just want to know what it feels like to free fall. And I know that I could skydive instead, but no, that's not. I'm not as jumping cool. out of a plane unless that thing is on fire and going down. <laughs> yeah, you go. That's just not Done. happening. I know people enjoy it, but yeah. no. <laughs> yeah, right. but I guess I could try to conquer some fears. You yeah, know, maybe do like some open water swimming. Oh yeah, like like deep open water yeah. swimming. Yeah, that's not a thing I'm okay with you. No, I'm not either. But like, why I've actually, not? I've taken I've taken cruises before, and I have to purposely not think about how much space is underneath the ship. <laughs> yeah, don't think about that. Like, I actually have troubles with that. Okay, before this gets dark, okay, guys. I'm sorry, sorry. <laughs> tangents upon tangents. Next week, we're gonna look at Watergate. Oh, with a guest star that you know. Oh, we actually have already talked about her in this episode. Interesting. Ha 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 ha. Oh, no, I can't remember. Oh, no. Okay. You'll find out in about 20 minutes, Grace. I'm, I'm for it. <laughs> Guys, let's do this. Uh, keep in touch with us. You know where to find us. We're on Twitter at Terra Podcast. We're on Facebook at There's No Place Like Terra. You can email us at There's No Place Like Terra at gmail.com. Uh, like us, rate us, review us. We will see you in a week. Yay. Bye, guys. Bye. Stop button.